Hey folks, it's Mike from Profiling Evil. I've been studying criminal behavior for more than 40 years, and one of my favorite research tools is Truthfinder. It's online, and you're not going to believe the information stored there. So if you want to know more about that new neighbor, your babysitter, or your online date, give Truthfinder a try. I'm including a special link below with special discount pricing, but you got to click the link and enter Evil 10 at checkout. Now, we're an affiliate, which means we get a small commission, but you can cancel at any time. Hi everybody, it's Mike from Profiling Evil, and I'm really excited to announce that we've converted 20 episodes of the Academy series for audio podcast, and they're all available now on your favorite podcast platform. Now, I hope that you'll subscribe so that you get all the notifications when other podcasts are released. And don't forget to check us out on the World Wide Web at ProfilingEvil.com. And folks, if you like YouTube, visit Profiling Evil and make sure you're hitting that like and subscribe button. Now, our purpose in releasing these podcasts is to edutain you. Edutain means we really want to entertain you just enough to be able to teach you a few principles about the criminal justice system criminal investigations, and profiling. And I think you're going to find these episodes to be useful as you go about your own amateur crime sleuthing. So let's jump into today's discussion after this word from our sponsor. Hey everybody, it's Mike from Profiling Evil. I've been studying criminal behavior for more than 40 years, and one of my favorite research tools is Truthfinder. It's online, and you're not going to believe the information stored there. So if you want to know more about that new neighbor, your babysitter, or your next online date, give Truthfinder a try. I'm including a link below with special discount pricing. you got to click the link to get it, and then enter EVIL10 at checkout. We're an affiliate, which means we get a small commission, enough to buy a small diet Dr. Pepper, but you can cancel at any time. Thanks for listening today. Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, haunted California residents during the mid-1980s. He terrorized more than 30 people, killing 13. He was also convicted in another five attempted murders, and his motivation to kill has weighed heavily on investigators and the public. Let's talk about suspectology, or the study of the suspect. Welcome to Profiling Evil. If you're new to our channel, thanks for joining. And if you're one of my university students or a longtime channel member, welcome back. And thanks again for all your support. Either way, make sure you're clicking on that like and subscribe button and ringing the bell so you get all of our informative videos like this one. Now let's talk profiling. The first solid murder that investigators linked Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, to was the June 1984 murder of Jenny Vincow in her Glassell Park, Los Angeles apartment. She'd be repeatedly stabbed and nearly decapitated. You know, it would take nearly a year before the killer would take his next known victim. That victim would be 22-year-old Maria Hernandez, who Ramirez shot in the face with a handgun. She miraculously survived the assault, but the frustrated serial killer immediately went out and murdered Dale Yoshi Okazaki a few hours later. 
Then inch by inch, piece by piece, the investigators began this painstaking task of putting together a suspectology or a study of this suspect. It started at first by gathering information incrementally with the collection of things like physical evidence at the scene, fingerprints, footprints, and body fluids. Over the course of his crimes, Ramirez left nonverbal clues such as his pentagram drawings. He left verbal evidence when he uttered his demonic ideologies to a few of the surviving victims. But his verbal and nonverbal expressions would later be confirmed in a court hearing when he inadvertently shouted out his hell Satan while displaying a pentagram drawn on the palm of his hand. Well, like the Nike Stalker case, investigators, and frankly, you and I, look at public information on violent crime cases, and we can begin to evaluate some of the suspect information that becomes available. You know, that old cop adage is still relevant. It's all about means, motive, and opportunity. And as we examine other pieces of information that are released publicly, even we can look at these high-profile cases and evaluate the evidence against the growing pool of possible suspects being looked at in a crime. Some of the things that investigators are examining are things like physical evidence or eyewitness accounts. They can look at things like scars, tattoos, and clothing. And of course, there are really distinguishing things like smells. Think about distinguishing smells such as body odors, uh, colognes, or the scent of cigarettes and and that smell that it leaves on people. What it might mean and how it can help investigators eliminate suspects is really important in these kinds of cases. Now, in the case of the Night Stalker, identifying Ramirez's uh, cases was slow and it was costing lives. I mean, with every crime scene, there was another chance at identifying behaviors and evidence, but it was costly. People were dying. Bit by bit, the investigators came to know who this killer was, though, including his preferential victim selection. You know, at one point, Ramirez was stopped by a police officer for a traffic violation, and and the stop occurred just moments after a failed abduction attempt. During the stop, The reports online suggest that uh, the officer jokingly said to Ramirez that he resembled the Night Stalker, the, the guy police were chasing. When Ramirez couldn't produce a driver's license, the officer had him stand in front of his car while he returned to his patrol car to run some background checks on Ramirez. You know, Ramirez would later say that his mind was racing. And while the officer was in his patrol car running the checks, Ramirez overheard an attempt to locate about the attempted kidnapping on the police radio. He he figured he was captured. But then he did something so amazing. He calmly drew a pentagram on the hood of the police car, and he was watching the officer. Well, before the officer could exit his patrol car, Ramirez ran into the dark, escaping once again. Well, even though he escaped, crime scene technicians located his fingerprint, and they found a business card that belonged to a local dentist. In follow-ups, they learned that the card led to dental records and some severe teeth problems that 
that Ramirez was having. So the police were able to, again, continue to piece, piece by piece, this case together, obtaining dental records and something that they could use for imprints later on. Now, again, bit by bit, the killer's identity came into view and police launched a public dragnet identifying the night stalker. It was a group of citizens who located and physically subdued Ramirez until police arrived and subdue him. They did boy. Well, the night stalker would eventually be found guilty of 13 murders, five attempted murders and several other assaults. He would be sentenced to San Quentin prison. That's where I would later interview him before his death in 2013. I hope this segment helps you better understand suspectology or this study of the suspect. Take time and go back and look at my story map on Richard Ramirez and study his cases. It can help you better understand how important it is in the overall investigation to look at behaviors and suspectology. It'll help you also better understand other principles that we're discussing here in the Profiling Evil Academy. Well, hey, folks, I'm pausing to share some concerns I have surrounding identity theft and fraud. I've learned a lot from our partner, Aura. They're the pros at protecting people from cyber predators. Aura provides identity theft protection, credit and fraud protection, and online and device security for you and your family. They taught me to think twice before answering those online questionnaires designed to steal our personal information. You know, it must be working because U.S. statistics show that 33% of us have been victimized by identity theft at an annual cost of more than $56 billion each year. Our protection plans come with around-the-clock support, a money-back guarantee, and a million-dollar theft policy. But here's the best part. You can try Aura for free by clicking on this special Profiling Evil link in the description down below. When you do, we get a small commission. But think about it. You insure your car and you insure your house. Don't you think it's time to insure your identity? Now let's get back to today's discussion. Well, thanks for listening to Profiling Evil Podcast, Season 1 and 2 of the Academy Series. We've bundled these episodes together for people like you who want to really binge listen. If there are some of you out there who want to space it out, you figure out the schedule and go to them as you can. Well, hey folks, listening to true crime stories can really trigger negative feelings and thoughts in some people. So if you or someone you know is experiencing trauma as a result of crime, please Reach out to your medical or your mental health provider and get some help. And if you've been victimized, call your local police agency and ask for help. Hey, thanks so much for supporting Profiling Evil. I hope you'll consider joining our channel memberships over on YouTube. It's a place where you can provide us a little more support. As a channel member, you'll get more information a little more quickly And uh, you'll be a part of the team that's helping us grow. And if you'd like to donate to Profiling Evil, you can always do so through PayPal or by visiting our website at ProfilingEvil.com and look for the little donate button. The Profiling Evil podcast series is created by the Profiling Evil Network. And the information contained in it is copyrighted. 
So don't copy or reuse it without getting our permission. Thanks so much, and we'll see you soon at the next crime scene. Hey folks, it's Mike from Profiling Evil. I've been studying criminal behavior for more than 40 years, and one of my favorite research tools is Truthfinder. It's online, and you're not going to believe the information stored there. So if you want to know more about that new neighbor, your babysitter, or your online date, give Truthfinder a try. I'm including a special link below with special discount pricing, but you got to click the link and enter Evil 10 at checkout. Now, we're an affiliate, which means we get a small commission, but you can cancel at any time.